Hey everyone, and welcome to the mid-season finale of the Giving Hope podcast. On today's episode, I have my new friend Clarissa Bell joining us today. Um, I'm really excited about sharing this interview with you guys. I started following Clarissa on TikTok. I came across one of her videos and she was talking about um, revealing Satan's schemes in the political arena today. And I was just like, this woman is speaking exactly what I've been thinking and what the Holy Spirit has been telling me. And I just had to follow her. And by God's grace and his appointed time, we were able to join together and bring you this podcast. So I hope that you enjoyed this time of fellowship between Clarissa and I with Hope with Clarissa. So welcome to the Giving Hope podcast. I'm glad you're here. How are you doing? I am fantastic. How are you? Good, good. Now it's cold here in Texas. Is it cold? Is it cold there in the PA? <laughs> uh, it's, it's a little chilly, but it's not yeah. bad. Well, for us, it's cold. It was like 47 degrees this morning. So oh, that's it was, warm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, girl, I'm in my shorts. <laughs> yeah, not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was cold. I actually have sweats on right now. So, but that's cool. Um, Awesome. So I'm so glad to have you on this podcast. I'm, I'm just, I look forward to getting to know you better. Um, for those of you who don't know, um, I've shared, uh, Clarissa, I've shared her videos before and some of you have been just like, yeah, that is right on. And I reached out to her and she graciously agreed to come on the giving hope podcast. And I've, I loved it because when I started following you on TikTok, I was talking, I was like, how is this woman in my head? Like, how is she saying exactly everything I've had private conversations with the Lord with? Like, this is like Holy Spirit ordained, appointed conversations and videos that you've posted. And I was like, completely blown away by some of the things that you were saying and the truthfulness and the honest honesty and the just boldness that you have to say, no, this is this, this is spiritual warfare. This is the enemy lying to you. This is what God is doing. I, I mean, I was just so blown away. And I'm, I'm just letting you know that I am so thankful for your videos. I'm thankful for you stepping out in obedience to the Lord. And because um, I know how hard it is to do you, YouTube videos and podcast videos and, and all this kind of stuff. Um, but for you to step out, um, I'm just so thankful that you uh, have been doing what you've been doing. It's been awesome. It's been, Yeah. I appreciate that very much. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Those of you who don't know her, um, I will put links in the description below so you can follow her on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, um, and keep up to date. I've literally um, started going through all your YouTube videos. So if you saw a little influx of, um, <laughs> of, <laughs> of people watching, it's been me. I have you playing in my house on the videos, just going through, like listening to all the all the videos. So I'll put links for those. So you guys could, can um, join in on it. Um, but tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're from and anything that the Lord has placed on your heart. Okay. Um, well, my name is Clarissa Bell. I live mm -hmm. in Pennsylvania. I am a mother of three fantastic young men. And um, yeah, just, I don't know, just a regular person that, that God decided <laughs> to save. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Decided to save. And um, 
just kind of enjoying my life in him and wanting to share the truth that he reveals to me Mm -hmm. to others. So, I mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah. And that's, and that's what's so great about it is that so many people are sitting and waiting to do things because they're waiting for the great call and commission. I don't know what that looks like in their eyes, mm-hmm. but, Jesus, but Jesus gave it to us in his word. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what it looks like, everybody, just so you know, and you don't have to be this. I always tell people, it's like, I'm not going to be Christine Kane. I'm not going to be Lisa Bevere or Joyce. I'm not going to be out there. I'm, I mean, I might. God, I mean, I'll do whatever God wants me to do, but you don't have to start there in order for you to share what, God has on, you know, that he placed on your heart to share. So how did you get started on all this, on this journey? Um, well, I think that for years, mm-hmm. you know, I had all this kind of bottled up in my heart Yeah, and I didn't want to really be on camera. I, I hate <laughs> pictures, all of that. Yeah. And so I decided, okay, like it first started out with me doing a video with just like other videos of, of different mm-hmm. people um, and what they were doing as far as in, in the news. And okay. I was kind of putting everything together and it started out with that. And then I said, okay, like I'll, I'll do a video. So I started doing my own videos where I would put myself in it. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I just grew from there. Yeah. It's like you're you a know, Christian, and, Christian reporter. <laughs> and, and I will be honest, like in the beginning, I really didn't like it so much. I wasn't really getting mm-hmm. so much feedback, but I was just like, okay, Lord, like if this is what you want me to say, um, I'll say it. But then when I got on TikTok, I got so much of a response back that it was just like mind blowing to me yeah. to see where people were mm-hmm. and the things that they were struggling with. And it was really a window to see the condition of the world. Like it's one thing to be on Facebook and you only see what comes on, you know, with your friends and what's in your group and the same thing with Instagram. But when I got on TikTok to, to see the mindset of what a lot of people were holding was just like shocking to me. Right. And, um, you know, to put something out and to get such a response, you know, it really kind of pushed me to say, okay, I want to do more of this because I really do see a hurting world, but yet a confused church at the same time. Yes. Yes. The amount of, I've noticed, and I agree 100% with that, the amount of people that I've seen on TikTok, especially that, have such distorted truth of God's word. Absolutely. You know, it's out there. It's not like we're ignorant of people who don't know or have false doctrine, but the amount of people who claim to be believers who are standing on very shaky ground mm-hmm. is to me, it's, it kind of makes me step back just a little bit. Cause I see the responses on some of the videos and I'm like, how are you, how are you all honestly alive um, to live this long? Because I get it spiritually attacked all the time. And if I wasn't as strong in the Holy spirit and uh, knowing that I don't wrestle against flesh and blood, I don't know mm-hmm. how I can, I don't know how I can handle it, but having that much ignorance towards the words, like, how are you alive? How are your children alive? How are you not completely a, a puddle of mush? Um, so whenever I see people like you and there's a handful of other um, women and men that are just fighting the good fight, um, stand up and declare God's word. I'm just like, yes, because the world needs it so, so much. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when did you come about um, sharing the gospel tied in with the political and the news so people can see both, you know, what I'm saying it's like tie both sides together. Well, 
I would have to say in the beginning, I really wasn't political. I did my walk away video a few years ago. And I would have to say that that was the beginning of my journey with the Lord. It first started with um, the history, because I didn't even know about, you know, uh, the different parties, how they were mm. all one, how they broke yeah. into two, yeah. and how each side played in, into a particular thing. Yes. You know, one was absolutely against slavery, mm-hmm. and, and a, a group of them were absolutely for them. And they broke, the parties broke over this. And as the Lord was taking me back through time, you know, I was able to see how the enemy really played. There, there is no gray in God. There is no, right. well, I stand for this and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Or, or, you know, I'm, I'm for this, but I'm against that, but I'm still on this side, such thing. So mm-hmm. as I was looking at it through the lens of the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of darkness, it all began to make sense. Yeah. And and the more that he brought me into that, the more clear I saw it. Um, yeah. Like, for an example, everything that's going on around us is 100% spiritual. Yes. So, like, for an example, if I say, you know, or really not I, but if they say that the patriarchy is a form of white supremacy, I know that it's coming out of the kingdom of darkness because white people did not create the order of family. It was right. God. Right. <laughs> You know, if Mm -hmm. if they say that, you know, we can't determine our gender, I know that that comes out of the kingdom of darkness because God created gender. He created them, men, male and female. Correct. There's no mistake about it. Mm -hmm. And the further it went down into it, you know, even back then when they would say, oh, she's with child. For us to be in a state to where they're now denying that it's even a human life in a a person. Mm -hmm. It's like, wait a minute. All of everything that they talk about, 100% goes against the kingdom of heaven. <clears throat> yes, it does. So when you hear mm-hmm. the way that they speak and you understand the kingdom of heaven, you know that it's directly coming out of the kingdom of darkness. Yes, yes. You know, even to the point of, you know, Black Lives Matter. If, if mm-hmm. you are a child of God, you understand that we no longer look on the flesh. We right. deal with each other based on the spirit and their, and their argument completely divides us it makes us look at the flesh of a person opposed to the spirit because even jesus in his time said those even if you were born of abraham doesn't necessarily mean that you are abraham it is those that are of the faith that believe the way abraham believed that are the true jews yes yes you know so to get us caught up on geniality or skin color all of that comes out of the kingdom of darkness yeah and then he began to take me. There was a time where he said, I want you to take a time out and I want you to listen to the, the Old Testament. So I started listening and I ended up in first Kings Kings. You know, I'm thinking, OK, the kingdom gets passed down to, to mm-hmm. the air. Mm-hmm. They love God. The kingdom flourishes. That king dies off. Another one comes up who did not honor God. <laughs> yes. Because they didn't honor God, they went straight into idolatry. Mm-hmm. Then the next king would come down, smash down all the idols, bring God back to the center, and then the kingdom would flourish. Yeah. Then the next king would rise up. And I remember I was listening to it, and I was thinking, is this one repeat? Like, did I accidentally <laughs> hit this chapter on repeat? And I walked over, and I'm like, no. No. This, this is a completely. <laughs> I'm in chapter 14. Yeah. Right? Chapter 14. <laughs> then it happens again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. So I go back over. I'm no longer in first Kings. I'm in second Kings. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking this is ridiculous. 
Then mm-hmm. I hear it again. And I'm thinking, where are we at now? We're in First Chronicles. And I'm like, Lord, really? <laughs> like, yes. Do yeah. we continue to do this? And when I saw that, I looked up and I saw this is the same thing that has taken place again. Mm-hmm. We have now substituted God for idolatry. And it has yes. happened within the body of Christ. Yes. We don't understand that the same spirits that are at war that were at war then are still the same spirits that are at war today they don't die no they just continue to influence new people to carry Mm -hmm. out the the agenda of the kingdom of darkness Mm -hmm. and so i asked him i said lord what 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 do these idols look like and he began to show me you have idols all around you and the people of god are partaking in it you know when it comes to flags i mean look at where we're trying to fly the pride flag everywhere they're in class all over the place you know it literally become a religion Mm -hmm. yes you have black Lives matter flags everywhere you have Mm -hmm. people that talk about science 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 you know you have people that talk about the worship of the environment yeah yeah um yeah i saw a video not too long ago where they were in the un they were deciding what flag to change the american flag to to include community and one was just a blank white flag i said are you you kidding me the flag of surrender (laughs) (laughs) and 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 who exactly would we be surrendering to Uh, it's very clear (laughs) you know you can't unsee it it's it's, it's very clear it's like one was a big x like a white flag with an x in the middle one was i mean it just like these it was the imagery, but you're, you're exactly correct. Like we, <clears throat> we have fallen into the same um, deceptive cycle that the enemy tries to pull the people of God in to manipulate them, to bring his kingdom to pass. And Absolutely. idolatry is one of the head markers for us as believers to see and recognize this is what's really happening. So you can see, that's why he repeated it. That's what he told us. He's like, and this is what happens. You pull in these things and then I send a prophet and say, smash them down, tear them apart, bring back the, the, the word, the law and get back to my people. Cause if you return to me, I will return to you. Mm. Yeah. That that's so good. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, it's interesting because everything that they say literally comes out of the kingdom of darkness. Yes, it does. And, and the only way that you see it, it's not so much as trying to study the kingdom of darkness, but mm-hmm. when you see light, everything is exposed. Yes. It's in his light that we see light. So when mm-hmm. I'm in God and I'm listening to what he says, I mean, Jesus constantly spoke about the kingdom. This is what the kingdom is like. This is what the kingdom is like. Right, this is right. what the kingdom is like. So as I'm looking at the kingdom of heaven, when I begin to hear a voice that does not sound like my master, mm-hmm. it does not sound like the order of heaven. I know that it's coming out of the kingdom of darkness and they're very tongue in cheek about everything that they say. And it's yes. amazing to me how when they say something, it always comes in the form of love. It always comes in the form of light, but it's not. And the number one key thing that you can see that, that mimics their father is that if you don't fall in line with it, they have accusations. Mm-hmm. You're an ism, you know, you're a phobia. You're, there's something you know, that, that is an accusation that they line up against you because you will not bow the knee to what it is that they're saying. Right. <clears throat> if you don't agree with this and you're a racist, if you don't yes. agree with this, then you're a transphobe. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> I can't even like have a differencing of opinion. And I think that that's interesting because 
you know that it, what they're saying is not founded in truth because right. they're willing to eat their own if you don't agree with them. Mm-hmm. And, and you see it all the time where people oh, yeah. say, oh, they champion for black people until you say you're a conservative. They champion for LGBTQ until you say you're a conservative. Mm-hmm. They champion you know, for illegal immigration until you say you're a conservative. Mm-hmm. And it has nothing to do with what it is that they're saying, but it has everything to do with the kingdom that you still stand on. And That's I know right. that that may sound like a tricky thing, but I just want to say to all of God's people that regardless of where you may be bound at the moment, it does not mean that you are not marked with the mark of God. That's right. The reason why you still hold these things in your heart is because you may be a child that don't even know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Saul was a murderer. He murdered God's people. But he had a heart for God. He was an heir in his thinking, but he loved God. Moses, same way. I mean, you can go throughout all the people in the word of God and you can see that they didn't have it all together. But the one thing that they had was a heart for God. And these people, regardless of where they may be found, they still stand on biblical views. Yes. Yes. You know, you may have the same sex attraction, which is no more than a bondage. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you realize what God has done for you in Christ, that he's made you a new creature, you are a new creation in Christ Jesus, having the soul and the very nature of God, and you grab onto that, it, that'll fall off like leaves on a, on a tree. Like it's, yeah. it, it doesn't become an issue. And mm-hmm. he knows that. That's why he's willing to attack you, even though you may be caught up in, in this bondage or that bondage, because he knows that you still stand on kingdom principles. So it has nothing to do with whether you're black, whether you're a part of the LGBTQ community. It has everything to do with what you truly believe. And he has no room for anybody that's willing to stand with anything that God agrees with, anything that God has to say on any matter. So that's that's why they turn on you so quickly. Yeah. And they and going back to what you said about the isms and the phobias and labeling you, um, it is almost like his outside um he's voicing testing the waters to see how far are you away from understanding who you are Mm. if you if you don't know who you are in christ jesus if you don't know that you're a child of the most high then if someone on the outside says oh well you don't like this then you must be a xyz Mm -hmm. and and then if you back up and say oh no no i mean i love them and then you start to pander to that attack of your identity that he knows that he can say this next and this next and pull you further and further away from declaring no 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 listen it's not me saying this i am a spokesperson i am a vessel i am an ambassador of the kingdom of god it's not me saying this it's god saying this so i don't care (laughs) what your your belief system is at this moment or the lies that you're trying to spin or or the deceiving manipulative gaslighting which is huge right now mm-hmm. just gaslighting that you're trying to give me to surrender my identity but i will never surrender my identity i will never surrender god's word for a lie because i know who i am unfortunately there are many people who don't know who they are they laid down their helmet of salvation and they're being influenced through their thoughts because they don't think of like them like someone who is of the kingdom their mm-hmm. thoughts are so so muddied by media and lies they don't know the truth just like when you said which i loved you just said um um 
because you, they say this and you know, the voice of the father, you know, the, the, you know, his voice, you're able to see the lie for what it is. You were able to see, Oh no, no, but that's not what God says. So obviously you're the one who's lying. I'm not going to take your lie and try to fit it into my truth, like a square peg in a round hole. I'm going to say that's a square peg. It doesn't fit here because I know who made the round hole. Right. (laughs) It's like, then that's, that's just how, that's just how it's going to work. But I see this all the time whenever you have all these, especially going back to TikTok, where you have these young people. And I have some young people in my circle of friends, my friends, kids that are putting their genders, their labeled genders as their description because they are being attacked. Well, what are you? You know, yeah. and they feel that pressure to say, well, I'm a he, him, or I'm a she, her, or I'm a zim, zay, zer, z, or whatever they say. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, no, you don't have to answer that. You just say, I'm a child of the most high. I'm bought with the blood of Jesus. Or I'll just say, mine, if you want to address me, my name is John, or my name is Angela. You don't have to give in to that because they're trying to cause a cre- confusion of identity. Because once yeah. they get that, they can feed and displace anything else with whatever they want to, because our foundation is our identity in Christ. Absolutely. That's our firm foundation. Yeah. And it kind of makes me think of like when, when Paul was writing, I think it was in the book of Galatians where he was saying, you know, am am I to fear? I don't know. It may not be Galatians. (laughs) He was like, am I to fear? Am I to fear what man has to say? You know, like he's always going to stand on the side of God. But the beautiful thing that I find about Christ is that there is no shadow in him. And -hmm. because truth is freeing and it's absolutely beautiful, you can come to them with the truth without tearing them down. You can come to them with the truth and actually elevate them into Christ, opposed to feeling like you have to run from it. I think we run from it because we don't really understand what it is that, that Christ has done. And I find that in everything, like every time he goes to teach me in something, he shows me that there's something in him that I don't quite see yet, that I don't understand. And that's why I'm I'm attempting to do it within my own strength. That's why I'm looking at it through the lens of fear instead of trusting in his love and his protection, his guidance, you know, what it is that he's done for me. And I know that that for me was Mm -hmm. huge in the beginning of my walk because I grew up in a Christian home, Mm -hmm. but As much as I heard about Jesus, I didn't really know what it was that he did. You know, Mm. we always hear about him dying for our sins. But to me, it was like, what does that mean? You know, and I've I've said that in a couple of my songs. It's like, well, what does that mean? Like, what does it mean that he died for my sins? And I I think that even within the body of Christ, we don't even have a a clear grasp of that yet. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, even to hear there are certain words that have been passed down traditionally. And that, that has always been a prayer of mine since the beginning. It's like, Lord, I want to stay away from trigger words. Mm -hmm. I know that it's in the word of God, but I know that these words trigger tradition, that when I say it, people are going to look at it through the lens of tradition instead of truth. So I want you to give me different words that I can speak that'll open them up to be able to hear past what it is that they've been taught. Right. And so, you know, to hear even what sin, you know, we talk about sin, 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 that Jesus came to to, to forgive us of our sin, the, the number one sin, like for the child of God, we think that Jesus came to, to forgive us of our individual sin. Now, what right. you're thinking about is transgression, mm-hmm. your individual, your personal transgression. 
But the sin that Jesus came to deal with was the sin that took place in the garden. Mm -hmm. Because of that sin, all of mankind was brought into slavery. We belong to the kingdom of darkness. We were shaped in iniquity. We had the nature of sin. So because we were in the kingdom of darkness, having the nature of sin, we naturally transgressed. Yes. And that's why the gospel, us going around telling people that, you know, God came to make them better doesn't work. Because if you're just saying that I just got to be a good person, why do I need him to make it into his kingdom? Right. And it's like, no, it's, it's not about whether you're a good person or not. It has everything to do with which kingdom you belong to. Are you in the family of God? Jesus came to deliver you from that kingdom, bring you into the kingdom of light, making you alive, giving mm -hmm. you a new nature, which now belongs to God. You have the very life of God within you. And out of yeah. that nature, you begin to live righteously. You begin to live upright. Everything begins to fall into its proper place when you understand who you are. It's not that I'm trying to be something. I am that. I don't have to try to be a woman. I am a woman. Right. <laughs> so I just live out of my nature. Mm -hmm. And that's what he desires for us. Even when Jesus was talking about the kingdom, that was one aspect that he came to do. He came to deliver us from the kingdom of darkness, giving us a new nature. We have now the mind of Christ, which, mind of Christ, which is the, the mind, the thoughts, the will, and the emotion. He dealt with the soul part of us. Yeah. And then he said, not only did I bring you back home, but I've now given you authority. I have defeated the enemy in every aspect. And now having all authority, I've given it unto you. Now I want you to go into the world and be a window that my kingdom can now move through. I want you to bring my kingdom, my order, everything that we have in heaven. I want you to bring it into the earth through you. And he, he now has a covenant with the people on the earth. To be able to to do, oh God, he yeah. now has a covenant on mm -hmm. the earth to be able to do that through the people of God. Yeah. Before he couldn't. God mm -hmm. cannot do anything outside of a man and outside of covenant. That's why he had to find Abraham. Yeah. Apart from that, he had no jurisdiction. He had no right because he gave the earth to man who then gave it to Satan. Mm -hmm. So when we see that now this is a war that has been taking place since the beginning. Mm-hmm. That now God has made me right. Not only has he made all things right for me, but now I have access. He has access into the world through me. I now align with the kingdom and allow him. I begin to speak the words of God in the earth. And he now has the right legally to be able to change things. Yes. And Satan doesn't want us to know that. He just right. wants us to strive and thrive to be good enough people. And he doesn't care that you do that. Every mm -hmm. Sunday, all yeah. the days of your life, as yeah. long as you don't realize who you are and you begin to affect his, you know, his operation. Mm -hmm. Don't mess yeah. with the agenda. Don't I don't care that y'all are over there having revival meetings all day long. But the moment that you step into my turf, we're going to have a problem. And yes. that's what he doesn't want. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly that is. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is exactly it. Because once that happens, you can see it in Jesus's teaching, the, the process of how he's talking about what's going to happen once we realize who we are. And then you can uh -huh. see at that moment when he curses the fig tree and he comes back and he's like, listen, if you, if you say to this tree, be thou plucked up and be replanted over here in the sea. If you see later on, he says, if you say to that mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, you don't doubt in your heart, but you believe you can have whatever you say you have. You can have that. You can do it. 
Mm. Like he's trying to get their brains wrapped around what is actually about to happen that, that we don't understand the supernatural authority because we're God breathed. I tell people this all the time. I was like the supernatural created what we call the natural. Mm -hmm. That is the real place. This is the temporal place. That's why things, I mean, because well now it's temporal 100% because of sin and the fall, but that God's realm, God, the eternal realm is the real. That is the, the solidity that is actually, we want to think of as, as this ethereal um, ghosty, I don't know, because of movies and because of just false teaching, we don't think we think of it as something like a vapor. No, we're the vapor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, we are. So whenever God, he's like, I'm trying to marry those two together, get your understanding that even in this vessel, this natural man vessel, you can operate and tap in and, and, and touch the supernatural. I mean, we see it with Philip. We see it just, we see it all the time. I think we forget how supernatural we can operate Mm -hmm. because we aren't taught that these two things go hand in hand. It's not just that over there and this over here. It it's supposed to operate as one. Yeah. Yeah. But once we realize that there's power. Mm -hmm. I was actually listening to um, the book of Acts this morning. Mm -hmm. And when Paul was, I don't remember what city it was that he was in. And the, the woman that had a demonic spirit in her and she was Mm -hmm. prophesying Mm -hmm. and she was saying, these are the servants of the Lord. (laughs) And she had gone around. Paul was in there for days because it said that she was really hounding him for days, following him, saying Mm -hmm. what it was that, you know, who they were. Yeah. Yeah. The town people did not care. And you know that Paul wasn't just in there, just, you know, living day to day, not doing anything. You know that he was preaching the gospel. Right. But when he had had enough, he turned around and cast out the spirit. And it said that when they saw that she was delivered, mm-hmm. the, the owner of that woman was upset. <laughs> and the number one accusation that he brings about is this man is coming over here talking about stuff that we don't believe in. And they were outraged. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know? You see that all the time, even, yes. even with Jesus, you know, mm-hmm. when he casted out the demons and he sent them into the pigs, you know, it wasn't that people in the town didn't know. They marveled at what Jesus did. But when they found out, they was like, wait a minute, we lost the herd. We lost, we lost, we lost our here. livelihood. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's got to go. He has got to go. And the same thing is true today. Yeah. Satan does not care that you guys are out, you know, just talking about, you know, with how wonderful God is. But whenever God begins to impact a community, oh, no, 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 They talking yeah. about stuff we don't believe in. They're forcing their religion on us. It has nothing to do with us forcing anything on anybody. Right but it has now. everything to do with us penetrating and wrecking the kingdom of darkness like Christ said that we would. He yes. said, upon this rock, I build my church. When the people of God receive a revelation of who I am and who they are in me, the kingdom of darkness will not prevail against my church. Yeah. And that's what yeah. he doesn't want. <laughs> no, he does not want. You can see it um, in this last year at the beginning of the pandemic, this spiritual shift between what people started to accept as truth or what we were fed as truth for so long. A lot of mm-hmm. scales started falling off the eyes and we started questioning 
like what is real anymore who's telling us the truth anymore because people who we loved especially movie stars I saw this all the time it's like I don't trust a movie star as far as I can throw one but Mm -hmm. a lot of people put their their tradition their you know their because it was their entertainment just like with this lady in 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 Paul's day there was a, a form of money it was a form of livelihood that they these things started getting exposed for what they were and people started getting upset but of course a good thing was is that people started opening up their eyes to seeing how how deep does this go mm-hmm. how 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 far are we gone as a nation that now we're trying we're starting to find find out like the Ellen DeGeneres is of course you know obviously an openly gay woman on television you know we know how far we've gone that we that we praise this woman but we then we see like Tom Hanks and all these actors and stuff. They think these things that are starting to come out in the light. God's like, I'm exposing them because we have allowed the the demonic entities that are speaking through them, the entertainment, the livelihood, the tradition to be a louder voice than the voice of God. And now a word from our sponsors. Let's get back to our program. Mm. And we, well, you know. Well, I find that um, that was another thing that I, I thought was pretty cool because I never even saw it this way until the Holy Spirit showed me. Mm-hmm. He said that, that Satan always goes to look for those that are influencers. Mm-hmm. Those that will impact, like even an, um, I can't think of that Netflix original where they were talking about social media. Oh, yes. I can't think of the name of it either, but I know exactly what you're talking about, uh, the programming and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, <clears throat> if you look at the person that started Google, like when they all started, they, they, were, they were sincere in what they were doing. They were excited about what they were doing, what they were creating, how it would mm-hmm. make it, you know, life easier on people, so forth and whatnot. But then along, along the way, something happened. Mm-hmm. The enemy came. And persuaded yeah. them, if this is what you want, then I'll give it to you. And he yes. begins to, to, to influence Google. Now look at Google. You put, can a man have a baby? And immediately it'll tell you, yes, they can. <laughs> you know, you look at uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. If you look in his eyes in the beginning, you could tell it was probably something very exciting for him to create a social media. But if yeah. you look at him now, it's complete emptiness. Yes, he looks what dead inside. Place? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But if you look at everything that happens on the Facebook platform, it's, it's like what happened? The enemy came. And then the Holy Spirit began to show me that he did the same thing to Jesus. And I said, you're going to have to show me this. Where did this happen? <laughs> and he said, in the wilderness, when mm-hmm. he came to him and said, if you will bow to me, I will give you all of this. Yeah. All of this I will give to you. He mm-hmm. does this with everybody. And you have to look at the way that he has manipulated those that are in very high influential places like government. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. You know, I've, I've heard stories of people that go in that have a sincere heart to really help the people. But once they get there, they get corrupted. What happened? The enemy came. He's not looking to influence the beggar. He's looking to influence people that have influence that are able to shape the world in order to change it. That's mm-hmm. why he goes after the, the, the singers, the, the, the song artists, the, 
movie actors, the, mm-hmm. the government, because he wants people in high places of influence to be able to shape the minds of the generation, to yes. be able to shape the way things are carried out in an area. Right. And so when I look at our politicians, I go to hear what it is that they're saying. Right. What is it that they're representing? And what is it that they're attacking? Because if Mm -hmm. everything that comes out of their mouth attacks the kingdom of God, I know who it is that's whispering in their ear. (laughs) I know who it is that has influenced their mind. And it's not, to me, I don't even think that they know that they're being influenced by the enemy. Not all of them. Some of them, yes. They absolutely have an agenda and they are on board with it. But some Mm -hmm. of them are just puppets and they don't care because all they see is the money. They Mm -hmm. see the self-benefit and they're willing to say and do whatever in order to get it. And that is no more than the nature and the characteristics of Satan. They are willing to kill, steal, and destroy in order to get self-profit. That's true. It's the, it's the same way that Satan moves. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah. It, that's it, what I saw to be, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. That's what you saw. Mm-hmm. That's what I saw to be a difference in President Trump. Yes. Yes. You know, yeah. And, and he brought forth people. And he, he he encircled himself with people that were wanting to expose and Absolutely. and and speak and speak the truth as mm-hmm. hard as it was to hear because people like you said their livelihoods their money was threatened their entertainment was threatened things started oh, yeah. you know and that made people mad mm-hmm. they were I mean, the, it made people <laughs> fearful like yes this, I don't yeah. want to align with him as much as I may like him I'm not going to say you know, Trump is, an, is a wonderful president, lest I be attacked, lest I be torn <laughs> down. Where do you think this is coming from? And right. it was amazing to see all of the spiritual attack that came on this man and mm-hmm. still see there be people in the body of Christ that missed it. Yeah. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, it was, it was almost like them calling for Barabbas. Like, do you want Jesus? No. <laughs> Give us Barabbas. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. what are we doing here? What I, do you not see? Mm-hmm. You know, and it, and to to me, it was like when I hear Christians fighting about Trump worship, there's no such thing. If mm-hmm. you understand the ways of God and the kingdom of God, you understand that God uses people. He yes. works through people. So you yes. don't worship the man, but you honor the working of God in a man. Yeah. And you and you pray for them. You pray for Ab- them. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. if, if you're saying, oh, well, we need help, you know, the government is, is, is gone off the rails and God sends us someone to be like, oh, well, I'm not with that. To me would be like God sending Moses into Egypt and the people saying, well, we don't worship Moses. We worship the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. That's fine and dandy. But the God that you serve mm-hmm. sent me. Right. And, and we followed suit with history. If you look back at it, every time God sent a man. Even Jesus said, all the prophets that were sent to you, you killed them. You murdered them. Every <laughs> yes. last one. And, yes. and they did it with the very son of God. And we did it again with when it came to President Trump. Yes. We can't physically kill him, you know, because we live in 2021. We can't do that. Today. Right. <laughs> right. Not saying that people didn't try. You know, right. or, or not saying that they didn't try, but not saying that people didn't want to. One who, mm-hmm. I mean, people absolutely hate, absolutely hated this man. But we were okay with his character being slandered. Mm-hmm. We were okay with talking bad about, about, about him. We were mm-hmm. okay with shutting down and destroying other people that agreed with him. And all of this took place in our history. All you got to do is pick up your Bible. Yes. 
Yeah. And you see that if a whole entire kingdom, the whole network of the enemy was coming against one person, that alone, even if I didn't even like the man, would have made me raise an eyebrow. Like, what is going on here? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I felt the same thing about whenever he first started, I was like, what is going on? Why him? What is, what is this? Mm-hmm. But like you said earlier, most people, they kept, they stayed in that lane of hating bashing um rejecting destroying and rejecting um my family of course we were all like what this is a joke and then all of a sudden we were like wait a second okay what is god doing (laughs) right (laughs) what is god doing okay yes i don't like like you said it's like i don't align with a lot of things he says and a lot of things he's done or his past or whatever but that that's never stopped god from using somebody to have his will be done and when you step away from that like I always tell people like like I'm not I'm not looking at Trump as someone I'm going to marry so I'm not going to put him in that bracket that he has to be holy he has to be you know all this stuff it's like he's a general he is a general in an army moving anointed for this time to bring about a huge change for the world this wasn't just for America. This was for the world. And once you saw, st- stepped back and we all, as I mean, our whole entire family was like that. Once we stepped back and we saw what God was doing, it was so powerful. And then we were like, let's amp up these prayers for him. Let's amp up these prayers for him. And I mean, we're still praying for him that it's just like, cause we know God is doing something and he's using him to get it done mm-hmm. to this day. Yeah. And, and, and the beautiful thing was, is that watching the courage that he carried in the mm-hmm. Lord, oh yes. to be able to just say what it is, not sugarcoat it, but yes. then actually do things, whether you voted for him or not, he did it for the good of Americans, period. I don't care mm-hmm. that you don't like me. This is going to be for the benefit of the country. But I saw that after he came in, there were other people that lined, aligned with him that had the same strength, that had the same courage and energy to go in and say truth, that were willing to stand and fight for the American people. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of interesting to me, um, also going back in history, something that the Lord was showing me, that the same way that Satan tried to infiltrate the church, he does that with everything. Mm -hmm. He does that in every single arena. Yes. So... Oh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> no, it's okay. It, but it's so true. You have to cut that out real quick. But no, no I won't. Um, yeah, you're good. <laughs> yeah. Um, he goes to infiltrate. Mm-hmm. So the Lord was taking me back and he went to show me how he goes in mm-hmm. and tries to infiltrate where, what God is doing. Like yes. he gives the word, Jesus comes and he begins to tell the people what the kingdom is about. So mm-hmm. now that they've gotten what the kingdom is and the Holy Spirit has come and he's revealing everything, you even see in the New Testament where it said that these people came in to spy out our freedom. They're coming yeah. in with mixture. They're coming in with witchcraft. That's why Paul whacked them in the book of Galatians. And he said, who has bewitched you? Yeah. How did you receive the spirit? Mm-hmm. What, was it by the works of the law? Was it by the hearing of faith? Yeah. And even they predicted, they, they saw what the enemy was doing. That's why they kept encouraging them, stand true to the faith, continue to fight the fight of faith. Don't let go of what you were told in the beginning. Anything that is told to you opposite 
to what was done in the beginning, throw it away. Mm -hmm. Stand true, fight strong, keep running. But Satan, they knew that he was coming. They, they already even told you what would happen. Mm -hmm. Not that they wanted it to, but they knew that he was already at work. And I remember when the Lord was taking me back through history, he showed me the origins of the Republican Party. All mm -hmm. of them were faith-based men. Oh, yeah. that's, why, that's why they fought so hard. There was actually a caning of one representative because he was coming in to, to, to tell them that, that keeping men slaves was wrong. And one Democrat was so mad that he literally came down to where he was and beat him on the floor wow. to where he was out for, I, I don't know, I think it was like three years. But the moment he got back up, went right back in there, nailing at the same hammer. And wow. what I saw was, is that he infiltrated the party. Yes. He began yeah. to throw in his own little spies and then it mm -hmm. got corrupted. Mm -hmm. So do I think that the Republican Party at a, as a whole has got it together? No. But the one thing that you can't say that they love to say is that they're Bible thumpers. Yes. They but are. you do have some uh, that are in there that fanatics. are religion. They, <laughs> they're rhinos. They do not care about, you know, the, the word of God. They don't have any care for God or his people. They're just in the party like Mitt Romney, uh, you know, Liz oh, Cheney. Yeah. These mm -hmm. people don't care and they really no. don't stand for what it is that the rest of them really stand for. Yeah. And so when I see that, it's like, it's not that they're all that, but they need to be filtered out majorly. Yes. yes. <laughs> I know? think, yeah, I think that whenever Trump came to power, like you said earlier, it gave certain representatives, senators, governors, the strength because he was able to say things. Trump was able to say things and be so brutally honest because he had no tie to either party. Absolutely. Really. He couldn't be bought. And he couldn't be bought and he wasn't taking a paycheck. So he's like, so it's not like you can't pay me. I don't need your money, you know? Um, but it gave the, them people courage. Cause I remember thinking years and years ago during the, well, during, honestly, I'm just going to go all the way back when I was a kid in high school during the Clinton administration. And I remember sitting there, we had um, news would play in our, in our school during home homeroom. And I remember watching some of the, Monica Lewinsky trials and stuff like that and I was just like I remember thinking like why who's gonna stop this why aren't people talking why aren't people saying how wrong this is why are we listening to this this is so wrong I remember being so mad like this is so gross this is so wrong where are people like me saying this is against God's word but they didn't have anybody really in authority speaking that so strongly other than maybe people in the church but those people in the church weren't getting any airtime. but mm -hmm. now you come decades later and you have somebody who's actually saying it who's mm -hmm. actually saying no god we worship god we're bringing god back right we're, i'm gonna say in the name of jesus you know Absolutely. and i'm gonna say it so loud i'm gonna say it so often i'm gonna make you make the devils in this room so uncomfortable and then you had these good christian men and women who have been silenced for so many years who came to the to, came to the hill to make true change and they're like finally i can actually feel some freedom there's a there's a opening in the door for me to step up and step out and i believe if if he did anything which i know he did so much but if he did anything it gave many men and women believers the uh, the boldness and the courage to step up and say no we are here and we are going to bring this country back to and go forward the way god intended it mm -hmm. you know you know 
And, and I yeah. love that you said that because even while you were talking, it was like, what was the fruit that came from his presidency? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know me personally. I've, I've always been an American. I mean, I, I have dual citizenship because, you know, I was born in Panama, but I was born right, on right. military base. But, um, you know, all of my life, I was never proud to be an American. Mm. And that was something that I noticed that was a fruit of his presidency. They even go off to label it Trumpism. <laughs> For you to love your country, it's now Trumpism. And look at what it is that they promote. They preach against the hatred of our own country. Mm-hmm. It's to the point where they're like, the, the American flag is racist. You know, right. some people are, they feel some type of way when they see the American flag. And I'm thinking, this is odd, <laughs> you know, and it's definitely yeah. coming out of the kingdom of darkness. But look at the fruit. Mm-hmm. Not only did we prosper like mm-hmm. never before, but yes. there was a love of country. It was something that was uniting people from all different backgrounds. Right. That we are Americans and we yes. love our country. So, yes. you know, I just thought that that was very, very beautiful. And I know mm-hmm. that we haven't seen anything yet. I don't, I do not believe for a second that he's done. No, I no. do believe that we are in a moment to where God is just really exposing things. There's a lot of things that needed to be exposed. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of hearts that he wanted to touch because when he reinstalls his man and he will, mm-hmm. because this, this false administration does not legally have the right to be in office because they did not win. Right. He was already crowned in heaven to be the president of the United States and he will be, Mm -hmm. but he's preparing the hearts of people because when he makes the shift, he's not going to put his man back in there with the rejection and the hatred that he had before. Our country is going to thrive and come out of this stronger than when we went into it. Oh yeah. It's yeah. It's the amount of prophecies that have gone forth and declarations about that from people all across the board, um, uh, pastors and leaders in Europe and even some in Africa that have said, you know, no, this is what's going to happen. It has been phenomenal and powerful. And my mom, my mom sends me stuff all the time. I'm like, yeah, that's right. I know that's right. Um, uh, and it's been, it's been, a, it's been amazing to see and to watch. And I'm so excited, um, to be in the generation that gets to pray this change forward and to declare this change forward mm-hmm. we are we're living in very very exciting times for the kingdom of god and um and that's why i think it's so important to have going back to the original what we we're talking about i love how this all ties together so so beautifully that if we don't know who we are if we don't see and we don't have ears to hear and if we're not standing up and being bold just like they having Trump there gave those men and women in, in the Senate and in the house, the boldness to declare God actually speak the name of God. If we, we need each other to declare that so that we can understand who we are so that we're not swayed by the lies of the enemy so that Mm. we can start praying and reading our word and getting filled with the word and being filled with Holy spirit and not being moved by our emotions, like you said before, because the Lord saved us. He healed us for our soul, our mind, will, and emotions. And we're mm-hmm. not moved by our emotions, um, whether or not, oh, I'm, am I Black Lives Matter? Am I not Black Lives Matter? Like, words. <laughs> like, no, yes, we're everybody. Yes, everybody's life that <laughs> people of color matter. Yes, that's right. But we're not going to separate that because God created the whole world and we're going to fight for everybody. We're mm-hmm. going to pray for everybody because there's a hell to shun and a heaven to gain. And that's the point. 
Um, but I, I believe that this is, this is going to be a, this is a catalyst. This is a, this is a moment um, uh, where we're able to show people and, and say, I'm not going to be moved by what you're doing because you think that you have to pander to the left and pander to this lie and pander to this lie. No, I'm going to stand on my firm foundation. I'm a child of the most high God. I'm an ambassador of Christ and I'm going to declare his word because mm-hmm. I know who I know who I am and I'm going to, I see things for what they are and I'm not going to back down from that. And people sure. need to see that people need to see that they need to see the church, the bride rise up and not pander. That's my biggest thing is the pandering, the giving in because they don't want to hurt people's feelings. And it's like, there's a way to declare, like you said earlier, there's a way to declare truth, but do it in love, but it still be truth. (laughs) You know, the truth does set free. It does. And it does. And it does hurt feelings. It hurts people's feelings all the time. At first, the feelings that need to be crucified. Yeah. You know, I don't like correction. That's the one that burns me a little bit. (laughs) But honestly, I'm growing. I'm growing and loving it because I know that even though it may not feel good to hear in the moment, Mm-hmm. I know that because he loves me, there's something yeah. that I'm not quite seeing. And that's mm-hmm. an opportunity for me to grow deeper in yeah. my relationship with God, you know, to grow mm-hmm. deeper in the ways of God and the kingdom of God. And to me, it is so beautiful. A lot of mm-hmm. people think that that Jesus is just, he's boring, he's hard, he's unrelatable. And I am finding more and more and more, he is the most amazing person that I know. He's mm-hmm. funny. He's caring. He's gentle. He's wise. He's always right. <laughs> yes. You know, and, and his ways <laughs> produce life. They are so fruitful. Right. You know, when I, when, when you were talking about, uh, the beauty of God mm-hmm. and bringing the kingdom and standing for the kingdom, when we yeah. understand who we are, like the moment that you receive Christ, your ticket for heaven has already been punched. We're not working to go there. No. We're, 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 we're there because we're his. Yes. But when That's I good. grow in my understanding of what took place in the garden, that this has always been a fight first because he disconnected us when Adam gave the earth to Satan and bowed and mm-hmm. we all became slaves. When I realized that he's taken care of that, but now. I get to now be a partaker of the nature of God and his kingdom. Mm -hmm. And I look at my kids. I I look at the people around me, you know, as much as they want to think that what they're holding is beautiful. It's it's rubbish. It's garbage. It's Mm -hmm. absolutely nothing. And you can see, like I was talking to somebody and they were telling me how they loved being who they were and so forth and whatnot. And I heard what was coming out of their mouth, Mm. but their Mm -hmm. eyes told me something completely different. Mm. You know, you can, you can champion for the things of the world, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, when you are in your room, a lot of them are broken. Mm -hmm. You know, they're fighting for some sort of identity. They're fighting to make meaning of their life and who they are. But whenever you understand what God has done, he's so beautiful. And it's amazing to me to watch, you know, even as I'm interacting with my kids, how, Whatever it is that they're struggling with, like yesterday, I had a conversation with my son and mentally my guy was at a hundred. I mean, he was way (laughs) up there having a whole meltdown. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. (laughs) I began to talk to him, but I was speaking to him in truth and I was giving him love at the same time, you know, bringing that balance into correction. Okay. This is how you're thinking, but why are you thinking that way? 
And as we sorted through all of it, we came to an answer where he even laughed and he said, mom, that's a good one. And I said, see, this is the beauty of the Holy Spirit because mom won't always be here with you, but because you have the Holy Spirit, he will be the, the, the voice from within that is able to sort through all of your thoughts and bring it in clarity to where you can begin to make moves yeah. that are not done out of fear. They're mm -hmm. not done out of worry. They're not done out of you trying to just, you know, self-preserve or any of those things. Mm -hmm. You are able to move in the confidence and in the beauty of God with an expectation of good. Mm -hmm. And he just looked at me and smiled. And, I, and to me, I think that is so wonderful. When we understand the order of heaven, we're able to give heaven to the people around us. And it yes. brings out the fruits of heaven. There's always love, joy, peace. I mean, it's just absolutely wonderful. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, as much as I want people to go to heaven, that's, that's great. But I really want them to know the God of heaven. I want them to know yeah. the love that God has for them and right. the value that he really holds for them and that they would begin to walk and enjoy that here on the earth mm -hmm. instead of waiting to finally get up out of here to enjoy it. <laughs> Yes, yes. Because Christ paid yes. for it all. He paid he for did. it all. I mean, there's so such peace that comes with it, like you said, that that knowing knowing, knowing who you are and knowing where what how he sees you is is so priceless. I I agree. When you were saying that about your son, I was like, Oh man, I have had those moments with my boys and I just love it when that light comes on, like they're like, Oh yeah, I I see it, I hear it. I know it. Like I have mm. this, I have this understanding now. And of course I tell them, I was like, and the world wants to take it away. It's like, whenever you don't feel voids in your life with God, the enemy will try to fill a void with mm, something with else mm -hmm. with confusion <laughs> and lack of identity and all this stuff. I said, and we have moments when we see stuff like on TikTok or, you know, I'll share videos with them. And we, we always, we always send each other text messages of funny TikToks and stuff like that. And, and, um, or I tell, or I, or I will send them disturbing ones. I'm like, listen, what, look what the devil is saying right now. And they're like, I saw that mom. Why are they saying that? I said, because they don't know who they are. Mm -hmm. I said, but because you know who you are, you can see the enemy in your generation for who he is and what mm -hmm. he's actually saying, because you have the Holy spirit, because you have been taught his word, because you have a firm foundation, you see it for what it is. You aren't going to be deceived. You're not going to move to the flow of the winds of doctrine that come through the false teaching. You can recognize it for what it is. And this is what going even back to the whole Trump thing, because so many people don't have an understanding of who they are. All they see is a man that the media spins and they don't see the spiritual aspect of it because they have they have filled those voids with the world instead of the word. Mm -hmm. And they can't, they can't see, see the truth for what it is, but we have to declare God's truth at all costs. So we can fill those, fill those voids and plant those seeds with God's truth and then pray that the eyes of their understanding be opened so they can see the truth of God, of God and, and expose the enemy for who he is. Just a right. lion, lion stealing, um, loser <laughs> <laughs> that he, that he is, you know? Yep. It's, that's good. That is so good. That was, thank you so much. This was so awesome. Is there, are there any parting words that you would like to leave? Um, it's mostly ladies that are on here, mamas and um, young women. Actually, my demographic right now has been exploding 18 to 25. 
Awesome. Um, yes. And I was very shocked by that because most of the women I interview are mamas. So, <laughs> but, but it's, I believe it's the generation right now. God is calling that Titus to women to, to, to instill and talk to the younger women and, um, and the Ruth's and the, the Naomi's it's the, I believe that's this generation we're calling and, and, um, and teaching. So what, what words of encouragement, um, would you like to impart to them? Oh, I mean, I think this can go for everyone, but I just say, dad, yeah. um, I ask that you give all of us the spirit of wisdom mm-hmm. so that we may know you better. Yes. And that we will know the riches that have been stored up for us in Christ Jesus, that we will begin to see everything in truth and seeing everything in truth. We will be able to speak with clarity, lifting all of those that are around us into the truth of who you are, what it is that you've done and how valuable we are to you, how precious we are to you and that we would be life bearers in the earth, just releasing your kingdom. So yes, I I thank you in Jesus name. Yeah. Amen. That is good. Yes. Thank you father for your promises in this and giving us the strength to keep going, (laughs) be those, armor bearers and torch bearers for, for the kingdom of God. Thank you so much, Clarissa, for spending your Saturday morning with us. I, I truly appreciate everything that you're doing. Keep going, keep declaring God's word. And, um, we will be following you very closely praying for you and your boys oh, I take and, <laughs> and, um, protection provision, um, and open doors for ministry and to be able to speak into the lives of many people all over. And I, cause I know that's what God is doing. So I know it, it won't return void. So that's always, that's always good. So Absolutely. I, yeah. I, so thank you. Yeah. Um, just one more thing. I yes, just, go ahead. It, it came in my heart Yeah, um, no. that God has given us a new song. Mm-hmm. He's giving us a new song where there will be rejoicing. There will be singing and dancing because of the revelation that he is revealing to his people. We are living in an exciting time that we are going to see everything in truth. We're going to understand what's happening around us and be able to actively address it and addressing it with power and authority. So I'm excited. I just wanted to release that. (laughs) Yes, that's good. I love, I love words of wisdom of um, declaration because it, it plants that seed of of expectancy in the hearts of the person listening, even though they might not see it or hear it later on, the Holy spirit will always reveal it and, and, Absolutely. and, and send people to water it. So that's always good. Yes. You're always welcome. Whatever the Holy spirit gives you, even if you, you know, later on, you're like, let me text her or message her. Like the Holy spirit asked me to say this. I will put it in the description below Yes, because, ma'am. The, <laughs> because the Holy, when the Holy spirit speaks, I'm like, I will, Lord, send me here. I'm, here I am. Send me. I will declare your word wherever it is. Um, cause I want people to hear the truth of God's of God's because it will affirm, you know, any prayer that anybody, anybody anywhere is praying. Right. You Absolutely. Know, it's just that awesome. and that powerful and that good. So yes. Well, thank you again. I pray that you have a blessed day again, angels encamped all around you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper and no plague Amen. shall come near your dwelling. And the hope of the Lord rises as a light in the darkness. I thank you for everything in Jesus' name. And I'll talk to you soon. Amen. Thank you again for (laughs) for inviting me. I really do appreciate the podcast. Yes, yes, of course. Anytime. (laughs) 
Thank you guys for listening to Giving Hope. Please be sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'll see y'all next week.